Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Hey, good morning, Simi. Okay, boy, we got some stuff to talk about this morning. So <laughs> let's get started with this Surrey situation because, you know, when when the initial statement came out from Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke uh, like a week ago about, oh, all the mayors support me in this, and I thought, that's kind of weird that all the mayors would go out on a limb like that. And then it turns out there's so much more to this now. Uh, well, the mayors didn't go out on a limb and support Surrey. They, look, um, the motion that went to the Metro Vancouver mayors, and which was supported unanimously, um, asks to write a letter to the provincial government saying, make a decision forthwith. That's what it says. It doesn't say what the decision should be. Right. It says, make a decision forthwith. That's a reasonable position for the mayors to take. And that, to that extent, they supported Surrey. But they did not say that the mayor of Surrey is right, that the city should abandon the Surrey police force and go back to the RCMP. And they didn't say uh, the reverse either. They just said, make a decision. And it is incredible. We have the motion, Simi. It's not like there's a great mystery of what the motion right. said. It says, forth, make a decision forthwith. The... The amazing thing is that the mayor put out a completely misleading press release saying that, oh, they support us. They want us to go back to the RCMP, and she won't back down. This is it's incredible. Like, it's like, it's delusion, ma'am. It's this yeah. what it says, your worship. And she says, oh, anybody that wasn't at the meeting, uh, I'm not even going to comment. It... <laughs> The issue is not whether you're at the meeting. The issue is, what does the motion say? And the motion doesn't say what she said it says. Right. And I, I'm trying to wrap my head around this, but she keeps doubling down on oh, this. Yeah. But I don't understand what she, what she hopes to gain from this. Like, she's not making friends with this. No, she's not. And look, it's collegiality is very important at the civic level. It's not like the legislature where it's take no prisoners. And you can see this is an awkward thing for the other mayors. It is. Uh, George Harvey, Delta, who made the motion, is not returning media calls on this, I gather, and this motion is out. Oh, no, we've tried, yeah. I want to get into this. And Malcolm Brody, the, I guess you'd call him the senior statesman now or statesperson of the mayor's council, He's trying to really smooth this over, and he's saying, look, you know, uh, Mayor Locke was the chair of the meeting where this happened, and she had an awful lot of stuff on her plate, and some confusion is understandable. So he's trying to be the diplomat here and provide her with an exit strategy, which she doesn't want to take, but uh, the New Democrats are furious about this. This, and And I expect some of the other mayors and councillors are, too, because... The, the NDP had its wish it wouldn't be having to deal with this at all. They've got seven of the nine seats in Surrey, and another seat is going to be added, and their political hold on Surrey is endangered, whatever way they go on this issue, because it's really now a no-win issue. In fact, one of the NDP MLAs from from Surrey is quoted as saying the constituents out there, 20% of them want to go back to the RCMP. 20% of them would like to stick with the new Surrey police force. And the rest, like 60%, wish to the Lord they never have to hear about this issue again, <laughs> is sick and tired of yes. it. So 
you know, the New Democrats, as I said, they don't like the decision. They would try to look for an escape strategy. Farnworth, who's not happy about the way Locke has framed this, and he, he's clarified what the motion that's coming to him says, Solicitor General Mike Farnworth says, okay, there will be a decision by the end of the month. Um, he's not saying what it's going to be, but I can tell you this did not make it any easier for the New Democrats to go with the decision by Surrey Council, much as the provincial government does not want to set the precedent of overruling a local council on an issue this big. You know, the thing is, the, the Surrey political situation is just this gift that keeps on giving, right? Like, it's just, I, I can't, like, people thought that things were going to change with that last election, and they haven't changed at all, really, because you've got this mayor who is now doubling down on this, and you, you made the point there, I don't understand how Brenda Locke thinks she's going to get anything done. She's the head of the Transportation Mayor's Council as well, so... How are they going to get anything done? How do, if Surrey needs something like a transportation project or you know get the other mayors yep. behind it, how are you going to get something done if this is what you're doing to the other mayors? Yeah, and and seriously, the other mayors are trying very very hard not to get into a slanging match over this thing and accuse the mayor of Surrey of misleading people. But yes, Surrey has been a gift that keeps on giving to those of us who cover BC politics. Okay. Um, all my time writing. PC politics, you know, Mayor Bill Vanderzam, and there was Ed McKitka, and there were mayors that most people have forgotten, but uh, a common theme in Surrey politics has been deep political divisions and recriminations. There is one exception. We mentioned it yesterday. Diane Watts, when she was mm-hmm. mayor of Surrey, seems to have managed to put together unity, and um, I think that's one reason why Kevin Falcon, the uh, leader of the party that's still, as of this hour, calling itself the B.C. Liberals. Uh, Falcon would very much like her to return to B.C., uh, the political arena, and run as a B.C. Liberal, B.C. United. Out. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, Funny, I got a directive from my time. editor yesterday. The Sun is saying, now, let's remember, you know, as of 6 o'clock today, they are BC United, and here is Vancouver Sun style. BC, it takes periods. Um, party is lowercase because they're not calling themselves the BC United Party. Um, Wait Kevin a minute. Whoa, Falcons. whoa. They're not? So it's like they're BC United. They're, they're BC not United. the BC United Party. And uh, there's a jokes going around about why they didn't want to do that. We'll leave that alone for the moment. But um, yes, and... Uh, Also, the editor of The Sun, Harold Monroe, pointing out to us that when you mention BC United in a news story, you'll have to say somewhere in the story that this is the political party that used to be called the BC Liberals, because, you know, there (laughs) will be readers and viewers and listeners out there who will go, where the hell did this thing come from, right? Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And, you know, what happens to you happens to me as well, Vaughn, that when you go out in public, if you're chatting with people, social situations, they always they want to talk about politics, right? Right? Oh yeah, and I have a feeling this is the thing we're going to get asked about for quite a while. Is yeah. what is the deal with this party? Where did they come from? Well, I think there's a couple of things that neither of which the Liberals will tell you that are driving this. But I think there's a couple of things that are driving this decision to change the name. And first of all, is that Kevin Falcon, the party leader, made a big deal of it. He has never ever been a, a federal liberal. He's a 
Tory conservative reformer. Uh, he's got roots everywhere, and I, at one point even supported Maxime Bernier. So that's where he comes from, and he thinks there's a huge backlash in British Columbia against the Trudeau liberal government, and he wants to end the confusion with that. So that was what was driving his decision to put name change on the agenda. Um, I think the other reason that party members went for it is not just that he was the leader, but they also wanted to put some of the baggage of their time in office behind them. Now, again, the Liberals are not going to admit this because they think they have a wonderful record, but there's a bunch of things from money laundering to inadequately dealing with the housing crisis to other things that the Liberals did when they were in office for 16 years that they're hoping that the baggage train will be left behind when they pick up this new name, new colors, new logo, we're told. It's going to be a very flashy announcement tonight at 6 o'clock. I'll tell you one thing, Simi. I'll tell you who's noticed. (laughs) This is funny. The New Democrats. So when we go to our news summary for the day, we find that the government has five, (laughs) five major announcements scheduled today. We've got housing in Poco, housing in Vancouver, crime in Nanaimo, Chinese-Canadian Museum in Vancouver, and Adrian Dix is wrapping it up at 3 o'clock with a health care announcement. Now, oh, that's funny. you know how news management works, right? Normally, yes. if the government wants us to pay a lot of attention to a big announcement, like the Nanaimo one with the premier, um, they don't schedule anything else, right? Uh <laughs> Five events? Yeah, the New Democrats have noticed that the Liberals have something that'll be jockeying for uh, coverage uh, in the news uh, lineup uh, tonight and tomorrow. And uh, so they're loading us up with five events to cover today. Oh, boy. And how much you want to bet they've been saving something big? Wouldn't it be? I'm just saying this. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But wouldn't it be something if the Surrey police decision came out today? It is not happening today, Farmer says, by the end of the month. But the Nanaimo one is interesting. Nanaimo, you know, there are I, hard to think of a community in British Columbia other than perhaps New Westminster that is more reliably NDP than Nanaimo and has been for years. And Nanaimo is in a real mess. The mayor of Nanaimo, a former NDP MLA, Leonard Krog, has been saying again and again, the government is yeah. letting us down, not doing it. Major announcement there today. I think it will be worth covering, uh, that one. Anyway, I don't know how hooked up the other ones are, but that one is worth covering, and it will be jockeying for coverage tonight because mm-hmm. the government is finally dealing with the political crisis in Nanaimo. We will be talking about that for sure. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.